Welcome to the Do Read List. I'm Bailey, and this is a podcast where I attempt to get through the 139 unread books on my shelf. With me, as always, is my friend Toby. Hey. My brother Andrew. Just breathe. (laughs) And my husband Dylan is the sound recordist. Non-copyrighted song. Oh man, I'm really glad that I've made my thing that I don't make a joke in the intro, because that's one less joke that I have to make. Well, that's because you're always first. I'm always last, and I have to top Andrew. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm slowly losing my mind, so it's very easy for me to say strange things. Speaking of music, this is a great transition. Y'all heard of Taylor Swift? Yeah, yes. Okay. Well, I've heard of Tyla Smith. Taylor Swift has a squad of friends, right? Is this our way into this? Yes. Yeah, wait, hold, oh, hold, I, hold. I thought of this because of the like the the politician squad, which is four people. Squads have been around for a long time. Taylor Swift doesn't get to have created this. Well, for me when I think of squad, I think of Taylor Swift. I mean, mm. I think all of our listeners will agree. I think of superheroes. Okay. Is there a squad that I'm thinking of that I can't name? Are we some kind of, like, suicide squad? Suicide suicide squad. There we go. Ooh, wow. Now that I name it, I don't want to have referenced that. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I was thinking of the quartet of freshman representatives sort of helmed by AOC oh. that calls themselves the squad, yeah. which yes. is why I went with the number four. <laughs> okay, but... A hundred percent they got that from Taylor Swift. I would I would bet money on that. I would bet money that Taylor Swift did not come up with this and she got it from somewhere else. I agree with both of you. Probably AOC and Co. got it from Taylor Swift, and I also think that Taylor Swift did not originate this idea of well, a squad as seen by Suicide Squad, the original squad. I mean, 100% she made up that word in the, Ox- in the Oxford English Suic- Dictionary. It says the Taylor Oxford Swift. English Dictionary? <laughs> Is that the dictionary you're reading? You're getting these definitions from? In Listen. the Oxnard in- English in quotation marks dictionary. <laughs> Just a small dictionary south of Ventura. You guys are not in my squad okay <laughs> whoa 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 we are definitely wow, in your guys, squad if you can't tell today we're going to be building our squads <laughs> yeah thanks, uh, out of uh, fictional characters but i will say it would have been real sweet if one of us was just like my squad is bailey and dylan and andrew <laughs> i did not do that <laughs> you, you guys are my squad right <laughs> <laughs> dylan's not allowed to participate nor name a squad <laughs> oh so so we're going to do literary character squad. And we'll look, first, let's talk about like how you guys conceptualize the list. I thought of these are my people. They're my best friends. We, we like hang out on a Saturday night and mm. then even also a Sunday morning. Like, oh, wow. we're close friends. Sleepover style. Yeah. Like we would want to see each other, you know, at our most stressy and at our most stressed down. Mm-hmm. Andrew? Similarly, I try to take a holistic approach and think of the squad for a lot of different elements. So I think I mm. sort of created like a Voltron of people that is going to be a, a great like conduit for, for great times, but also some caring, caring people. You'd be okay with attaching these people physically to your body to become a superior being? Yes, in the name of a great time and friendship. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Voltron? Andrew, I'll let you take this one. Voltron is a cartoon, I believe, from the 80s uh, with a, a, a robot that was formed of five separate items. Sort of like the Megazord in, 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 the Power, in Rangers, Power Rangers. Yeah. Similar to, okay. think, of a, think of a Megazord. <laughs> so it's like in Pokemon when you have a no, mag- no, no. Magnemite and then it becomes a Magneton, which is just three Magnemites stuck together. Not at all, actually. It's actually zero like because it's five yeah. items and they're all different things. And they're all different and they'll complement each other. Okay, so it's like... We gave you an example that you know. You know the Megazord. Uh, Anyway, my squad is more uh, mentioning the end times and people I'd want to hang out with and like Uh. battle and stuff. Oh, so you immediately went to post-apocalyptic. Yeah, I don't know. Something about the word squad. Maybe I don't listen to enough (laughs) Taylor Swift or pay enough attention to 
the AOC squad. Okay. So how should we do this? What order should we go in? I'll go last. I'll go last. Okay. Um, Andrew, do you want to go first? I went first last time. Fine. I'll go first. So to be clear, what we're doing is we've picked four different characters from literature, from books, that we would want to be in our squad of friends or our team to fight Apocalypse. Hashtag squad of friends or team to fight Apocalypse. To be clear, only Toby did team to fight Apocalypse. It was not the assignment. <laughs> hey, I also like these people. I'll say that. Or I like these beings. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Number one. <laughs> okay, number one for Bailey. Sorry. Number one, I'm going to go with the most obvious for me, which is a person who is the most like me, and I feel like we would be the most... Uh, the bestest friends. Uh-oh. What? How cool does Bailey think she is right now? No, Can no, I no. say it with you? Because I have a very strong inkling. I don't think you're going to know. Okay, then no, I'll let try? you say it by yourself because I don't want to mess up. No, no, no. You should definitely try. We should definitely try. Okay, definitely try. try. All right. Three, two, Hermione one. Hermione Granger George in the Nicholson. first book before she becomes friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione when she's living her best life. <laughs> She got dragged down by those idiots. <laughs> what did you actually say, Bailey? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Is, I, I, I will, I'll be on your side, Andrew. I thought Hermione as well. Here's the thing. Hermione was the first thing that came to mind. And then I thought too obvious. Mm-hmm. So I, so to be fair, I understand why you all said that. So my person is Georgia Nicholson from the series by Louise Renison. This is a series called, uh, the first one's called Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. Mm. They made a movie about it. There's like 10 different books. It's called the Georgia Nicholson series. But she's, you know, a British schoolgirl and she's very snarky. She is very awkward, but I just think like we would get along and we would have the same um, perspective on life. I always saw these books in the bookstore, but somehow I could take the subtle signs that they were not for me, I such was... as being covered in like paisley and yeah, yeah. they sound fun. They, they always sounded fun. I don't know. They are fun. I read the first five or so of them. I enjoyed them. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't read the last two. So who knows yeah. what happens? And to, and to be straight, uh, to be more direct, I don't mean not for me as in I wouldn't enjoy them. I mean, not marketed towards me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really don't like that it's called like the titles are meant to be like really eye catching and like kind of the full saucy. The snogging always With caught gongs. my eye. I was like, oh, yeah. she also has a cat named Angus. And I feel like mm. he comes around. Oh, he- I thought Angus was a boy she kissed. No, no. Angus is her cat. Well, that title is misleading to me. Mm. Sound off in the comments, listeners, <laughs> if you thought that she kissed her cat, apparently. No, no. So Angus comes with because, you know, he's there. For the snogging? No, no. For the squad. Oh, okay. Oh, for the squad. Got yeah. it. All right. Andrew. Andrew, what about you? Um, so for my first choice, we've already sort of dipped our toe in this realm, but I'm going a little off the beaten path. I'm going with Dean mm. Thomas from Harry Potter. Wow. Interesting. Now, here's why. Dean Thomas, I feel like, is always good in the books. He is a nice mm-hmm. guy. I mean, sure, there's some drama when he's dating Ginny, but whatever. Overall, a very nice guy. Seems like a good person. Is a good artist. All that. R- remind me, he's the he's the one who's muggle-born entirely, right? Yes. And he's the one who, like, yeah, he likes, like, a normal football team. He likes team. West Ham United. Yeah, they're like, why don't the players move on your poster? Oh, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and hear me out. This is why I would put him on the squad. I want some element of magic in my squad. But Harry and Ron and Hermione bring too much drama with them. Whereas Dean, Dean I feel like we could actually like go out to a bar and hang out and not cause a big hullabaloo. And he would still have all the magical elements. And he also likes soccer mm-hmm. like okay. I do. Yeah. All right. And I, I don't think any Dementors would attack us. All right, Toby, what's your first pick? Uh, Gomph the Mouse Thief from Redwall by Brian Jacks. 
I don't know what that book is. It's, yes, you do. It's <laughs> on your to-read list. So anyone who knows Redwall will know that Gonf is a total boss. He's a thief. He's also like a uh, a musician. He like sings little songs about himself. He likes to eat food. He likes to party. He's like one of the best characters. He's really resourceful. He's a good fighter. He's very loyal. He would be totally part of the squad. Question. Yes. Is he the size of a mouse? Yes. Hold on. I can't. I have more. I have more reasons. No, I don't have any more reasons. I have a song that he sings to himself. Are you ready? Yeah, but okay. Hold yes. on. Shush. <laughs> I listen to your. <laughs> I listen to thongs. Uh, the, okay. Maybe I can't sing it. Maybe it's more of a rhyme. The Prince of Mouse Thieves honors you to visit here this day. So keep your larder door shut tight. Lock all your food away. Oh, foolish ones, go check your store of food so rich and fine. Be sure that I'll be back for more. Especially this wine. He sings that as he's like pitter-pattering through this castle and he's like stealing food. So it's a mouse who drinks wine. You want a drunk mouse on your yes, team absolutely. against the zombies. So, good guy to kick it with. Always positive and uplifting. Very loyal. And he'll be impressed by me because I'm an enormous human man and much bigger and stronger than him. Okay. okay. Uh, Andrew, do you have any comments about that one? I'm going to let that one sit. Paley's throwing shade. All right. No, no, I like it. I, I haven't read the book, so I don't really know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, w- I thought it was just funny that you're talking about specifically fighting in the apocalypse and you picked a mouse. He'll be very impressed with me. I'm a regular-sized human man. Why do you need him to be impressed with you? Because he's cool, and I want him to think I'm cool. Your friends should love you no matter what, Toby. He would anyway. I'm just saying. It's cool. Okay. Well, that leads me <laughs> to my second choice. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read a little poem. Is everybody ready? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the rum tum tugger is a curious cat if you offer him pheasant he would rather have grass <laughs> if you put him in a house he would much prefer a flat if you put him in a flat then he'd rather have a house if you set him on a mouse then he only wants a rat if you set him on a rat then he'd rather chase a mouse wow really <laughs> narrowing our demographic down to its most tiny tiny percentile so wait bailey are you just creating an all cat squad listen we need to have as many cats as possible on the squad that's part of the squad we're going to be called the cat squad i disagree to be clear my character is the rum tum tugger <laughs> from opossum's book of practical cats by t.s Eliot. And also the very famous musical Cats, yes. which is arguably much more famous than the source material. But here's the thing that people might not know about that is Andrew Lloyd Webber, they didn't, it's just, they didn't make up song like they put made up music, but it's just the poems. Bailey is shaking this edition of this book at me, but it's almost falling apart to the point where I feel like she's read it and reread it. Oh, it's like a, like a, a signature in the front that looks like she did it when she, you're, you're young enough where you hold the pen in your fist and you like stab it into the page and draw. Uh, how, yeah. how long have you had this book? Well, I was just going to look at the publication date. Well, it says 1939. <laughs> wow, Bailey. Uh, this, so this one was published in 1982. And so I've had it my whole life. And, you know, oh. my dad used to read it to me when I was a little kid. And I just wanted to have a, just like a really silly character that would just like be fun and be what what do they call it in Always Sunny? The wild card. Uh, Rum Tum Tugger is your Charlie Day. Yes. So he's my wild card because like here's the thing about Rum Tum Tugger. Like he's a curious cat. Like he's going to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And you're not going to be able to predict it. The thing you want mm. in a friend. Yeah, just the thing you want in a friend. You gotta have a wild card on the squad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So for mine, I actually uh, I picked a wild card as well, but a much more 
reasoned pick than Bailey's. <laughs> this is a, also sort of cheating a little bit, but I'm going with Mr. and Mrs. Fezziwig from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. They host the yearly Christmas pageant while when Scrooge is still happy. That's so much fun, and they bring joy to everyone. Just a little bit of context. I was going to put John Falstaff, Sir John Falstaff, sorry, um, from Shakespeare's Henriad in there, but I feel like he's the kind of friend that you'd have to bail out of jail, whereas the Fezziwigs mm. will throw a great party and then also manage the cleanup, and you don't have to worry about, like, you know, getting him off the, scraping him off the street the next day. So the Fezziwigs, they're going to be the hosts. They're great. They're very friendly, and they're always thinking about how to help you out. Love them. So you want you want some staff on your squad, is what you say. He wants a party. Yeah. In every friend group, there's one like person who, who has who are staff. No, I get it. No, there's <laughs> someone who usually hosts. Like there's someone who like always has the people mm-hmm. over to their house. I know I like never have people over to my house. So the Fezziwigs yeah. are the people who are like, heck yeah, come have a party. They're not. They're also partying at the party, Toby. Yeah. I, I have one question. Who plays them in the Muppet Christmas Carol? Fozzie. Mm-hmm. It's Mr. and Mrs. Fozziewig. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I see that. I'm now picturing it more. Yeah. So this would be the Carly Kloss of the Clearly. I don't know who that okay. is. <laughs> I, I appreciate that pick. Okay. It's right. a smart pick. You guys are just haters. So my second pick is uh Basil Stag Hair from Redwall by Brian Jacks. Wait. Is a minute. is your thing just gonna be Redwall? Anyway anyway <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, he's a member of the Fur and Foot fri- Fighting Patrol, as well as an outfit known as the 47th Hair Border Rangers. Due to his admiration for stags, whom he thought of as noble creatures, he took, took them as his middle name. He's also been an officer cook in the 67th Paw and Mouth Long Patrol. He's a really cool fighter guy. He can kick people. He can use javelins. He's very powerful and smart. And he's, like, really funny. He talks in a crazy accent. Toby, uh, describe likes, my face right likes, now. <laughs> Uh, loving it, loving it is your face. Toby um, is just he's really like exciting. describing his action figures right now to us. Is what it feels re- like. He's really fun. He has a war cry. Are you ready? Sure. Give him blood and vinegar. Oh, that's Selena Gomez for sure. Yes. So there we go. That's the best one so far. Give him blood and vinegar. Why do they all have to have a, a rhyme or like a saying that they that they need to say? Well, if you read Redwall, you would know. I read Marl Fox. Does that count? Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. He's good company. He's a really good fighter. He has a good knowledge of the history and the fighters and the badgers that live in Salamandastron. And he'll be impressed by me because I'm a large human man and he's just a rabbit. Why do you need them to be impressed by <laughs> and you? And why do you think they're going to even care about you if you can't speak their language? Anyway, Bailey, what's your number, th- what's your number three? Oh, my gosh. Toby, it's just going to be all Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I'm fully behind that. <laughs> All right, my number three. Also, shade from the person who just picked the rum tum tugger. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I gotta be real. I gotta be real to myself. All right, my number three is a little guy named Van Helsing. <laughs> I almost picked him. Yeah, I thought you might. I wanted to pick somebody that, you know, came from one of the books we read recently. And here's the thing about Van Helsing he's very smart. He's no nonsense. He's direct. He just comes in and takes control. And you need that in the group. You need like a smart guy in the group. He would totally be the designated driver. 
Yeah, he would be the designated mm. driver. He seems like he'd be kind of annoying about it, though. So, like, me and Georgia will be, like, snarky in the corner. And Rum Tum Tugger <laughs> is doing Tugger. who knows what. in the Rum Tum Tugger will be the guy who misses the ride home. You'll be like, I guess we're leaving without Rum Tum Tugger. Right. And so here's the thing. I usually take, you know, house mother role in the friend group. And I don't really want to do that in my squad. Mm. So I'll make Van Helsing do it. Yeah. Hmm, fair oh, enough. And to be clear, it's Van Helsing from Dracula by Bram Stoker. I feel like this one is a more pick aligned with like what I'm trying to do, like end of the world. I mean, he's an end of the world guy. Yeah, he's very he, capable. he could definitely be there at the end of the world. He mm-hmm. can kill vampires. He's a doctor, very smart um, vampire hunter. Yeah. Hmm. How much bigger are you, are you than him, though? Why does this matter? All right, Andrew, what's your third pick? Uh, my third pick is Eva Thorvald from Kitchens of the Great Midwest by J. Ryan Stradall. Mm nice one. yes that's a good one so she's sort of the central character that we follow throughout the book um if you haven't read it she becomes a sort of master chef who hosts these very exclusive um dinner parties that everyone wants to do because they're like so meticulously planned and delicious and she's an excellent cook but she's also like a very focused and attentive person so she like learns everything about people which i feel like is an important quality in a friend she definitely like know the right question to ask you if you're having a hard time and then she could give you a delicious meal if she wanted to so, like, a perfect friend in my in my book. I, I have nothing to say besides if you haven't read The Kitchens of the Great Midwest, you should read it. Oh, yeah, it. you should definitely read it. Five stars. Yeah, great book. And she's a great character. And she'd be a good friend to hang out at the Fezziwigs mm-hmm. with Dean Thomas. I agree. I'm liking, I'm liking this, um, cozy. this list so no, much. Cozy, yeah. That's like yeah. my next pick. Clooney the Scourge. Oh, no. He's a gigantic <laughs> rat. <laughs> I thought it was a bit. I, thought, I really thought it was gonna shift. <laughs> whose tail? Whose tail is like a big whip? And he cracks it at people in the in battle, and sometimes he puts a poison tip at the end of his tail. That's why they call him Clooney the Scourge. Wait, what book's this from? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is from Red Ball by Brian Jackson. Wait, 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 wait. I do have to, I have to qualify. Uh, Gomp is actually from Moss Flower by Brian Jackson. I made that mistake. Sorry about that. Yes, Andrew? I just want to be clear. In this post-apocalyptic future you're creating, you are surrounded by a mouse, a rat, and what was the last one? A rabbit? A hare. A hare. So they're just like small animals that are sort of scurrying around you. Don't you think you're going to be tempted oh, to eat them? Oh, fighters. Of course not. They're part of my squad. You don't eat your squad. I don't know, man. Once you haven't eaten for a while, you see a rabbit. <laughs> I bet you eat the Fezziwigs first. Um, no, because we're not in the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, well, you, you're in charge of the apocalypse now. I guess you get to say when the apocalypse happens. Are you just? Are there just four characters in Redwall and you're just picking the four characters? No, there's hundreds of characters. Okay. Um, anyway, Clint the Scourge is a giant rat. He only has one eye. The other was lost in a battle with a pike, uh, the, the fish, which ended up worse off. Dead. <laughs> Uh, he wears a cloak, cloak made of bat wings uh, that's fashioned at his uh, that's fastened at his throat with the skull of a mole. His war helmet is adorned with blackbird feathers and stag beetle horns. Pretty cool, huh? I can see why you wanted to go last. He, he's a he's a bad he's a bad guy, but he's my wild card. He's totally crazy. He has like dreams about the hero of the book. Uh, is pretty great. He's ready for anything. He has a completely crazy whale tail whip poison dart thing, and I think he'd be interesting to have a drink with. So the character and he'd be impressed by me because my large <laughs> no, he's a tiny little rat. <laughs> how about how about your last one, Bailey? Well, here's the thing. I have a lot of honorable mentions, but I have to go with my heart. And my heart is it Martin the Warrior from Red Wall no. by Brian Chance. My number one is Paddington Bear. 
Mm. Mm, yeah, I knew this was coming. Mm. Yep. Michael Bond created this delightful character named Paddington. He's a bear from darkest Peru. He finds his way to London and he gets adopted by the Browns, but he just keeps getting in trouble. But he's completely sweet and lovely. And his life motto is, if you're kind and polite, the world will be right. So he's the one that's looking out for the group and making sure everybody's happy. And he's also fun and getting in little like hilarious, like farcical messes, scrapes. What um, what appendage <clears throat> does he put the poison dart on when he's in battle? <sighs> Story. He put it on his hat. Wait, Bailey. So, just to be clear, yep. you ha- your squad is complete yep. now. You have three animals <clears throat> and two other people. Though Paddington talks. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you were to guess who I would pick for my squad, how many animals would it be? It'd be yeah. at least sixty percent animal. And actually, she doesn't have the most animals on her squad right now, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, that's true. Toby has more animals than that's I do. true. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Andrew, what's your last choice for your squad? Uh, my last choice is Belize um, from Angels in America by Tony Kushner. He is, if you've ever seen the miniseries, he's played by Jeffrey Wright. He is great. He is hilarious. He also is also no nonsense. So he would call you on all of your nonsense. Um, and great combination of fun, supportive, and also making sure you have your head on straight. And is also just sort of fabulous. So what more could you want? Nice. Love it. Yeah, see, I picked a reasonable squad. Your squad would definitely throw a good party, a good yeah. birthday party. Yeah. I could see but them. It would be a party that was attended by a bunch of animals. It would be very thoughtful and very, like, human. It would be cool until the world ended, and then you'd be totally bummed. Yeah, because yep. that rat is really going to help you against a zombie. He's got a poison. He's cleaning the scourge, not that. I, hope, I defy you to have you call him that rat to his face. I'll step on him. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, so there's been a bit of theme uh, with, with, with theme no. with my choices. <laughs> and so I think you guys will probably be able to guess that my last one uh, is Nanny Og from Weird Sisters by Terry Pratchett. She's a witch. Toby. She's a cool witch, for real. So you just want to like, hang out with a witch uh, and have some rats around you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nanny Og is the one who's like down to party. She like has a little hip flask. She does like more whimsical magic. Um, she really enjoys dirty limericks, and so she's really funny. But then uh, there's a quote from Terry Pratchett that says, quote, I've always suspected that Nanny is, deep down, the most powerful of the witches, and part of her charm lies in the way she prevents people from finding this out. So she's, like, humble about it. She lives in this really cool mansion. She doesn't live off in the scary woods. She's, like, right there in town with her family, and she'd be a blast to hang out with. Um, yeah. But... Would she look up to you because you're a giant human? No. She and I could see eye to eye. Oh, wow. She'd be the Blake Lively of the group. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's just say our squad one more time. So again, my name's Bailey. My my squad is Georgia Nicholson from the Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging series. The Rum Tum Tugger from (laughs) Opossum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. And also the musical Cats. Uh Uh-huh. Dr. Van Helsing from Dracula. And Paddington Bear. Andrew. My name is Andrew. And my <laughs> squad is Dean Thomas from the Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fezziwig uh, from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Eva Thorvald from Kitchens of the Great Midwest by J. Ryan Straddle. And Belize from Angels in America by Tony Kushner. Nice. I am Toby. Oh my gosh. My squad is Gomf the Mouse Thief. 
from Mossflower by Brian Jacks. Basil Stag Hair. I believe it's from Mossflower. I forget which one. It's from the Redwall series by Brian Jacks. Clooney the Scourge from Redwall by Brian Jacks. And Natty Og from Weird Sisters and Many More by Terry Pratchett. Some of us are more reasonable than others. So, listeners, if you have a literary squad, a squad of literary characters, you know, let us know. Tweet at us, Instagram at us. We'd love to hear your squad. So uh, next week on the podcast, we have a regular episode. I'm reviewing My Year of Rest and Relaxation by Otessa Mosfeg. And Andrew has The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. John, John, John. John, 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 John. Thanks for listening to the To Read List. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email the To Read List podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Goodreads at goodreads.com slash the to read list podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at the to read list podcast and on Twitter at to read list pod. Thanks to Toby and Andrew for co-hosting the podcast with me, to Dylan for sound recording, to Jillian Beth Durkee for composing our intro song, and to Patrick McGran for remixing it. See you next week. Happy reading. Books, 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 books. books, books. books.